0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we are talking about uh, partners versus children, part two. If you've not listened to part one, jump back an episode and listen to that one, and you'll be all caught up to where we are today. And if that title intrigues you, stay with us. It's, it's, it's re- ve- very insightful, very uh, interesting uh, dynamics between parents, kids, and marital relationships or partner relationships, either one. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff.
1: Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is happening, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Welcome back, Dave. Thank you, Matt. Welcome back to you. Thank you. Those of you who are, who are on Facebook Live, thanks for checking in. Yes. We appreciate you. Alan did check in. Oh, Alan. Yes. Hey, Alan, happy Friday evening to you. And Alan, as usual. The, the fuck are you doing? I know it's typically taco night on Friday for Alan. <laughs> Alan and Chris is his wife's name. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. All right, Cool, awesome. Thanks for checking in, Alan. We appreciate you. So we're here. In the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios. We haven't called it palatial in a while, but but it is palatial. Yeah, yeah. The bar cart's full. The bar cart's full. Matt and I are enjoying a, a little beverage little, as we uh, little Ezra hang Brooks. out. A little yeah, Ezra cheers, Brooks, brother. brother. Cheers, thank you. It's Friday after five. Well,
1: if you're listening anytime, when you listen to a podcast, anytime, anywhere, whenever. Yeah, it's absolutely. Five, it's always five o'clock somewhere.
0: And for those of you listening, uh, whether you're on audio, um, wherever you get your podcast, uh, just know that we we typically record every Friday evening five o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. And, uh, you can join us on Facebook live to actually see it. You can watch us, but still like subscribe, follow, subscribe, do all that. do whatever, whatever thing to connect to the podcast so that you'll get it every time it drops without even asking for it. That makes it more convenient and you can never miss an episode. You'll
1: never miss the salt. You'll never miss the sultry tones of David. (laughs) The the sultry tones,
0: (laughs) the sultry stylings of, uh, you know, doing, um, what do they call the, um, uh, uh what, what, what's the term for it? Um, you know <laughs> Do that I'm again? Scatting. Scatting. Scattin'. <laughs> Are you scatting? <laughs> oh, okay. I got a throwback. If, if, if Dan Stat, he's a name from my past, we okay. worked together at summer camp. All right. And, um. He's he's a really funny guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook, so I might throw a shout out to him. But I'm uh, a scat man. Yeah, he was. Well, we called him Dan the Scat Man <laughs> because he he would always be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make an album one day, scatting with the oldies." Be-de-pop, <laughs> be-de-pop, <laughs> 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 it it would just he, he was he was a funny cat. So uh, yeah, just made me think of that. So, yeah, the sultry tones of, of David Wright, the Motor go. City Hypnotist.
1: Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. I, I like how that sounds. Yeah, it's awesome. The sultry
0: So, state. yeah, we're here, and uh, thanks for joining us. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. My social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist. And speaking of YouTube, I know I pushed this last episode. Uh, at the time of this recording, I was just in Florida last weekend. for uh, I, was, I did a hypnosis show at the University of Florida, they have a dance marathon every year where they raise money for a children's. I, I should know what the charity is. I'm sorry. I apologize if any of their it's, it's been a long week. Okay, <laughs> they raise money for a, for a charitable cause for children. Perfect. Um, I don't know the exact one, but they have like a, a couple thousand kids in their basketball arena, that, and they do this 24 hour dance thing. Okay, so I come in the last night. Uh, well. They, I think they started the midnight the night before and they go to midnight the next night. So I come in at like that evening when they're just about to end and do a hypnosis show for an hour. Mm. Um, so that, uh, the highlights of that, uh, behind the scenes and highlights are on my YouTube channel. It was published yesterday. It's there. You can jump in there, view it. You kind of you kind of get a little bit of everything. I we do behind the scenes. I do some, uh, do some. Um, I, I give you some, some camera stuff from the hotel when I'm getting my equipment ready. Uh, we we uh, show the whole walkthrough as far as getting to the arena and checking in. It, it, honestly, it's not long though. It's a lot of these, a lot of that is sped up just to kind of show you what's going on. Our discussions in the green room prior to show, a sound check. It kind of gives you kind of everything that's kind of going into it. Yeah, and there's a Matt just pulled up a photo from the show. Yeah. that is me on stage at the University of Florida last Saturday night. Good times. Great crowd. Well, that's a lot there. of folks. How many, how
1: many folks on did you have on
0: stage and hypnotize? Uh, I had at it, it, that show, we had 32, I believe, on stage. And Maybe 33,
1: lose... 34. And you didn't lose control of anybody?
0: No. I. In fact, so, so a little insider information. Those of you who've never seen a hypnosis show, or if you have, we, we put a bunch of chairs on stage. We bring volunteers up. I hypnotize them, and we have fun. A lot of times people aren't able to focus or, or they just get lost or they get distracted and they're not able to get into that state of hypnosis. So I'll just send them back to the crowd. Right. Because, you know, I, I, for them, it, the, the, if they're not able to focus, I, you know, I, they would just be up there watching everything. It's right, just not, right. it's not a good show for the audience. But at this University of Florida show, I think it's, I, I have to say, and I'm, I'm pretty sure about this, it's the first time I've never sent anybody back to their seats. Well done. We had everybody under. And it was great. We had some fantastic volunteers, uh, and and watch the video. I'll I'll tease a little bit from, the, <clears throat> excuse me, from the video. So there's a typical thing near the end of my show where I give like individual suggestions to people on stage. Like okay. one person will be like, um, whenever I say hypnosis, they jump up and say fake because they don't <laughs> believe it's true. Um, another person, if I say my name. I had a couple of girls uh, every time I say my name you're going to jump up and say shut up you creep and not know why you did it. <laughs> you know, but but one of the one of the great ones is I always have a person who hates laughter. Okay, and it's usually a dude, sometimes it's a woman, it doesn't matter. Somebody who's very animated. So, so I, I said to this one did you hate laughter? You hate it when people laugh and he was just just raging every time people were laughing. And he focused in on one girl in the oh, front man. row off the stage and he said, "I stop it especially that one and i'm like which one are you talking about he goes that one right there she won't stop laughing (laughs) so i i I went over and pulled her up on stage (laughs) oh my goodness and then hypnotized her i just pulled her up on stage and then just hypnotized her like standing up oh my goodness and said you you will laugh uncontrollably until i tell you (laughs) not to it was it was great if you want to see some video of that check out check out the video on my youtube channel motor city hypnotist you can see, again, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but highlights from the show. It's worth watching. Excellent. Take a look.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, looks like, uh, speaking of watching, Alice uh, joined in. She said she's watching. Alice Bohr.
0: Oh, Alice. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Alice. That's my wife's skating. Alice and, and my wife skated together years ago. They've been oh, friends fun. for like, I, I'm going to say 30, 40 years. That's a long time. Yeah. We love Alice. Thanks for checking in, Alice. Yay. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Good friend. And then. Alice, uh, what can I give to you, Alice? Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, be nice. I oh, like this in the background. What the fuck is up with you? <laughs>
0: it's funny, Alice. Don't, uh, yeah, we yeah, we yeah. love having you here. Thanks for thanks for checking in. I appreciate it. Perfect. So my, um, so check out YouTube. Uh, actually subscribe there. I, I told Matt last episode, I, I haven't done a lot of promotion or, gonna, or work on my YouTube we're channel. We're going to talk about that. But, we're, but we need to get the, I need to get the YouTube part going. Because so on my Facebook page, I think I'm up to like 48,000 followers right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that really, honestly, Facebook is easier. I can mm-hmm. just post. I can show, show pictures. We, it's the video part of YouTube that's the challenge in, in getting all of that edited and uploaded and my, rendered uh, and all of that my podcast your voice partner jamie yep. he and i have been
1: uh talking about you in that regard so yes we, we oh will talk fantastic about
0: that, yes so. yes definitely because i need to promote the youtube side of things yep, yep. but hey while you're in there uh, subscribe so yes. i can increase that number and and refer or share the video with friends that would be great yep uh and Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are all Motor City <laughs> Hypno. As an afterthought, there you go. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide. Grab that. That that is always in the show notes. That link to your free hypnosis guide, a PDF download, just for you. It's it's always available. Perfect. Today's episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success: A Hypnotic Guide. This is my new book. It's been published le- since last August. I guess I can say it's new still because I don't have a, a second one yet. So no, it's uh, this still book new. is still new. Yeah uh empower your mind for success a hypnotic guide how to rewire your thinking for massive success you can pick that up at amazon.com BarnesandNoble.com, or at any local bookseller if they don't have it on their shelves they can't order it yep if you get it from amazon i would really appreciate uh, a review uh, reviews are always great a- every time i buy something i look at the reviews i'm looking right now matt and and actually we'll have a conversation about this off air but okay um I need to have a travel sound system, something I can check. And I'm going to, we'll discuss that later. Okay. But I'm sho- I've been shopping around. And, right. and of course, on Amazon, I'm reading reviews because I want to know what's best, what's the yeah, most mobile.
1: There's a lot.
0: I, I mean, I'm looking at the Bose L1s right now. But uh, yeah, well, let, wait.
1: okay, jargon Be yes. like Bose L1. What is that? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Yes. I have some yes. suggestions for yes,
0: you. Yes, I, I, I knew you would. And yeah, I'm I'm in the shopping <laughs> fringe. So anyway, back to reviews reviews help a lot. They get it in front of more people, more people buy the book. It's better for me and I will thank you for it. So I appreciate that. All right, folks, it's time. Here we go for our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. All right. Geek alert. This is a geek winner of the week. Really? For those of you out there, you might enjoy this. Um, I'll just read you the title and then we can look at the details. All of J.R.R. Tolkien's paintings and maps are now online to inspire adventure. What? Okay, repeat that. All of J.R.R. Tolkien's paintings and maps are now online to inspire adventure. So if you wanted to see the line, the witch of the wardrobe, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm waiting for Kendra to comment because, you know, she hates Lord of the Rings. But you wouldn't know it, because you know, she just mentioned it last episode, uh, my dog's name? Yeah, Pippin. Pippin. It's Pippin. Pippin. You're Pippin. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't think he knows about Second Breakfast. I really don't. So, J.R.R. Yeah, R. R. Tolkien. why
0: can't we have just some second. meats? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all of J.R.R. R. Tolkien's paintings and maps are online now. You can view them all. Everything he's ever written or painted or done or, or drawn. Okay. So let me read, read a little bit of the article. To grease the gears of his mind so as to churn out the endless layering and details typical of the novels and appendixes, Tolkien often turned to ink and graphite, and many of his sketches and paintings are avail- available to view on the recently updated section on the Tolkien Estate website. Hmm. Audience members can also enjoy images and paintings done outside of his work in Middle-earth, As well as audio clips and other documents related to his personal life and efforts as a map maker, calligrapher, and artist. So this is not all, just Middle Earth related or Lord of the Rings related. It's that entire everything that he's done on paper. That's pretty damn cool. Debuting on the on February twenty sixth, the date at the beginning of the second book of the Lord of the Rings at which the fellowship was broken Mm -hmm. after the death of Boromir, the new website also includes paintings done for his four children for whom the stories which became The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings were first made. So drawings he made for his kids, things like that. It's all on. It can all be purchased. It's all. It's all. It's all to view. I mean, even if you just want to look at it. Oh, you it's can't pull there. all there. All there to See, I don't know view. if you can purchase that. That's a good question. Replicas. Replicas. Probably. probably. Yeah. I'm sure you can. Yeah. I'm sure the originals would be. Yeah. Um, Those are. Soft, further yeah. illustrations were included from his work on the Cimmerillion, which very much like the book take on take on a much deeper element of the myth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with wild colors blending scenery that melts into image in the background. Um. A new audio section is particularly striking. Tolkien was first introduced to a tape recorder by his friend George Sayer mm. in 1952. He was so impressed with the sound quality, he sat down and read passages from his manuscript, The Lord of the Rings, into the tape recorder. Wow. Um, not only because he created an entire universe, but because he created perhaps the most beloved and revered such universe in literary history. Um so it's a pretty long. The, uh, the link to the article will be all will the link to the article will be in the show notes. But you can read all through all of the information here. But yeah, if you want to go to the Tolkien Estate.com, yeah, you can see uh, paintings, drawings, references, uh, audio. Yeah. of him reading clips mm-hmm. from 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 Lord of the Rings. I'm, which would I'm curious be fantastic. if the uh,
1: if the teaser uh, for Rings of Power that's going to be coming out this year, September uh-huh. 2022, right? That's coming out on Amazon. It is. Yep, I'm excited for that. I I'm I'm cautiously excited. I'm excited. We'll see what they do with it. I, I just for the the cinematography of it. Yes. I'm excited for that
0: piece. Yes. I don't know if they're going back to New Zealand to do that. I as don't they know. they did the other movies. But, it's just Oh, look, look, at, look at what Kendra said. Oh, my God, said. help! <laughs> I, I knew she would be there. Oh, it's great. She, 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 I, I don't know why. She just hates it. Geek alert. It. <laughs> I, her statement, every time it's on and we watch it, she says, she's just, just throw the ring in the fire. Just get it, just get it over with.
1: <laughs> well, just get on the just eagle. Get on her, just throw get the, on the ring eagle. in the fire. Get all the way yep. to, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you, Kendra. There, that's, a, that, that's a loophole, yes. <laughs> Just get on the damn eagle and fly there.
0: So anyway, <laughs> Tolkien and, and, and his estate and all of the stuff's online. Take a look at it if you're a fan. If not, you can stay with Kendra and say, oh, my God, help.
1: Geek uh, alert. No! No!
0: <laughs> Don't shut me up! There you go, Kendra. All right, winner of the week, that winter is? Winner of the week. All right, perfect. That's winner of the week. <laughs> Tolkien and his estate.
1: When it is done.
0: Kendra cracks me up mm-hmm. <laughs> me too, yeah, <laughs> so anyway we're talking about folks uh partners versus kids, and I know um if you haven't listened to episode one, jump back because you'll understand where we're at mm-hmm. but but it really is couples in relationships, whether they're married or just together, partners in a relationship, putting other things before their partner, and I see this as far as is is marriage counseling, couples counseling, mm. All the time, it's it's almost, almost every couple I come in, that I talk to that come in, I, I can almost say that that almost a hundred percent of them, they are not the number one priority in each other's it's, lives. It, it's habitual. It and, and it and it develops over time. It it can happen like that, and it, and sometimes it's not intentional. So we ended up on the last episode talking about, well, you know, if my kids are not number one, it's hurting them. But we ended up on this statement, a strong marriage is the healthiest thing you can give your kids. Right. If they see a, a good bonded relationship with two adults, they're, they're going to be, they're more apt to get that when they're older. They're mm-hmm. going to learn. Yeah, my spouse needs to be number one. And later if they meet somebody and they're not number one, they'll know this, this is not right. Right. I need to be number one. Here's the other thing if you put your spouse or your partner again we're using terms interchangeably here everybody'll get what i'm saying but if you put your spouse or your partner first your relationship is is going to last a lifetime now think about this when you get when you get married or 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 you find a partner that you love and you want to be with in general mm-hmm. the idea is that you want to be with this person long term kids are born they grow up they go on mm-hmm. They start their own lives. They get their own partners, their own kids. Mm-hmm. What's left after that? You and your partner. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you be investing on the thing as that is a lifetime relationship? am not saying you don't have relationships with your kids as adults, but it changes. Yes. It, it's different. They're, they're not number one anymore, if they ever were. I mean, I, again, based on what I'm saying, they shouldn't be number one over your spouse. But, but again, they move on and do their own things. So if you put your spouse first, your your that relationship is the one that you know is going to be long term, well after your kids are grown and out of your house. So I, I, if 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 I may, Dave. Yes. Two
1: people have a child. Yep. Their job is to raise said child, mm-hmm. help this child to develop into a contributor to society.
0: <laughs> Ideally. Ideally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would hope.
1: And then let them do what they're going to do. And you let them know that you're there to help them and talk them through challenges they may be facing. Yeah. Right. Or obstacles they may have to get through.
0: You're there as a resource after after you've raised them and they've gone out into the world. And and I'll add to that as they're growing up before they go out into the world, you're you're modeling behavior that you want them to take on. You get up every day, you go to work, you do, you take care mm-hmm. of the
1: adulting, the responsibilities and you instill those responsibilities into your child so they can
0: be independent for themselves at the same time. So let me throw this example. If you, if you as an adult, as a partner with someone, if you model to your children that your friends are the number one thing in your life, mm-hmm. what do you think your kids are going to do? That's They're going to make their friends the number one thing. Th- in their, life. Th- their, their partner will never be number one because you've taught them that that's not how it works. Right. This but is what we do as a parent myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I,
1: I believe that I felt that I've modeled the way to one, mm-hmm. pay attention to your partner, your, your spouse or what have you yep. do everything that you can to make them happy with what they have. But then you also want to be able to take care of yourself. You want to still keep friendships. I have friendships going back 30 some years. They're still in my life. Yeah. But I still had a responsibility to this individual. Yes. And my kids saw that. Yes, absolutely. And my kids met all my friends from thirty years ago. So right. it's, yeah, it exactly. it all
0: works. It's a balancing act. It, it is. really is. Here is the other thing: when when you put your kids first or other things first, your your kids start viewing you as roommates. Your spouses or partners are not roommates. No, they're they're, they're partners. They're lovers. They're they teammates. Whatever you want to call it. But when the kids become the, when the kids become the center of the universe. Your role as that partner gets shelved; it mm-hmm. just gets puts away. You're so focused on 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 what the kids need and what the kids want, and doing whatever it is for them, you get into this routine, and your relationship is just shelved. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's doesn't get worked on. In fact, here's the here's the other thing I say in therapy a lot: if you're not moving forward, you're regressing. Mm-hmm. There, there's you, you can't stand you can't stand still. Yeah. It's like anything else; you just can't stand even and stay there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be moving one direction or the other. Yeah.
1: I was not perfect in my relationship, right? You know, who is? No one's perfect, right? right? Exactly. And and you know, you know what? I made mistakes. The other person made mistakes, whether they want to admit it or not, Mm -hmm. right? But the fact is, I things happen. Yes, I'm a husband now, but I still have children, right? And I still want to make sure that
0: they have someone that they can depend on. Yep, absolutely. But you know, life happens. Yeah, and 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 that does happen. And, and and it's back to this thing I said last time. Is it better to stay in a bad relationship for the kids? Is that the best thing for them to see, is is the example of what a bad relationship is? Or is it better to separate and show them that this is not what it should be, this is not working, that's an option? right? Uh, And I know, I I don't want to get to the whole... whole religious aspect you should never get divorced right, I, right. I, I, I just disagree with that there are times when two people should not be together and right. I tell couples this when they come into me I never say I'm gonna I'm gonna save your relationship Denom- what, I, yeah. what I say to them is I'm going to get you both where you need to be right denomination aside sometimes it's together sometimes it's not right because sometimes it's just not sometimes things are just not fixable and, and I'm gonna say that a lot of people think well you can just fix it by going to therapy you're right you could that's an option. Both have to but be But sometimes things are not going to be fixed because you're right, Matt, and that's the big key. If both people don't want it to be fixed, it will not be fixed. Mm-hmm. And there's no amount of effort that's going to make that happen.
1: Correct.
0: Here's the other thing. If your kids are the center of your universe, and this sounds like a bad thing because most parents would be like, of course they are. Well, Listen to me. If they're the center of your universe and they get everything, your attention, your time, your, your, your effort, everything is going into them. These, I'll be honest, they're going to be obnoxious adults <laughs> because they've always gotten everything they wanted. Yeah, I've seen that. That's not good for kids. That's no. not good. You can't give your kid every single thing. In fact, it's better if your kid wants your attention to say, you know what, Johnny? No, it's bedtime and your father and I are spending time together. Mm-hmm. This is our time. Mm-hmm. Your, your time is done. Right. Go to bed. If, a lot of oh, parents have yeah, a hard time with yeah. this. Oh, no, it's okay. Okay, we'll watch another show. It It's it's hard because they think, well, I shouldn't ignore my kids. No, I'm not saying ignore them. But bound boundaries is a key thing. I, I've used this term. If there's a term that I've used the most over the years in therapy, it's boundaries. Mm. Setting correct boundaries with the relationships you have. Sure. If you have a friend who is constantly taking up your time, middle of the night, mornings, nights, and, and it's taking time away from your family and your friends. You need to set boundaries, or family and kids. You need to set boundaries. It doesn't even have to be
1: friends. It could be anything. a cell phone. It could it be could a be, tablet. Absolutely. It could be, it could be, it could be
0: any, you're yeah. right, any distraction that takes you away from the people that are in your life, specifically spouse or partner number one, kids number two. Mm-hmm. I, if, your friends are, if your friends are above that, that, the, I, I don't care who you are. If the friends are above your spouse and your kids, that's a problem. Right. That's a problem. It is. And I can say it out loud because I've seen it over and over. And you can argue with me, but that just shows you're in denial. Whatever. <laughs> There's the pot <laughs> that on the kettlebell. Shows, right. shows you're in denial. <laughs> no. No. Don't shut no, me it, up. It's, a, it's an interesting
1: <laughs> topic. It really is because yeah. it really does set a precedence um, of leading by example. Yep. It really does. If you want your children to see what a wholesome relationship looks like between two people, man, woman, 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 man, yeah. man, it doesn't Whatever matter. it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Committed relationship, yes. You want this child to grow
0: into an adult that's going to look for that for themselves mm-hmm. and
1: have that type of relationship.
0: Interesting you say that, Matt. The next thing I want to say, you want your kids to grow up and, and marry or, or connect with someone who puts them first. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be with somebody who's going to put everything else before them sure that's a problem and and if you if you've learned that from childhood you will know what to expect you won't just say oh yeah this is the way it is because you know my mom or my dad they their friends were always first so i guess it's okay if my partner's friends are always first no right, right you need to be the number one thing and that's the other thing that you can do that that will help you with your kids is they'll know what to expect yes they know that they need to be number one in a relationship Real quick for you, yeah. I I DJ weddings and events. Yeah, yeah well, That's absolutely. not a secret.
1: But uh, there was one wedding that we did where you we found out who was the longest married couple.
0: Oh yeah, we yeah I I've been to many okay, of those. So yes. you do your
1: your process of elimination, and yeah. we found a couple that had been married for damn fifty three years. Nice, long time, right? Yeah. And you know, I having the microphone, I asked, well, "All right." Sir, what is your name? He told me his name. And I'm like, what is the secret to a, a 53 year marriage? And please <laughs> share your knowledge with our new bride and groom. Yep, yep. And he grabs a microphone and he, I swear to God, he goes, compromise, compromise, compromise. His wife walked off that dance floor so damn quickly in such a huff. She was like, what a jerk. <laughs> so he had to go and compromise with her as to why he said Well, yeah, compromise, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I know it it's absolutely crazy. That's, that's great. Three
0: years of marriage. You think they have issues sometimes? <laughs> here's the other. Here, here, here's here's one of the, one of the final points I want to drive home. If you don't nurture something, it will die. Mm. Now, when I'm talking about a relationship, either married or partners, whatever it is, if you're committed relationship and you have children, and you say to yourself, "Well, the kids are only four and six. I need I need to put all my time in them." totally okay at what point does that end does it end at 12 14 17 22 i'll answer that question for you six months <laughs> <laughs> that could change their so own damn say, diaper right yeah exactly whenever they're whenever independent <laughs> and i know i know babies infants mm-hmm. you know young children they require more attention but but you can't take out you can't put a hundred percent on that right because your relationship with your spouse. If you say your spouse or your partner, if you say to them that it's really busy now, we'll we'll work it out. We'll get better. When? When? That's the question. Is there a line? Is there? A... Okay, there are eight. Now we can focus on our relationship. I That's guarantee you, those eight years have have dwindled and ro- eroded your relationship. Right. If 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 it's not happening. I know it's difficult. I've been through it. I've been through having a baby and a, and a toddler and a, an a adolescent and a teenager. teenager and, and now a college yeah, student. Now yeah, now a college student. There's always something. Here's the thing. There's always something that's going to take up your time and your attention with your kids. Mm-hmm. And you can say, oh, once they're 18, we'll be good. No. You, you have to set those boundaries way back when to say, our relationship is first. The kids are second. Mm-hmm. Kid or kids. One or multiple doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying you ignore your kid. I'm no. not saying you spend 24 hours with your partner and say, "Ah, eh, he'll be fine. He's fine." The diaper he can package find his says. Own food. The diaper package says 18 to 25
1: pounds. I, That's when you change it once it hit 25 pounds, right?
0: You know, I'm talking. You know, I'm, I'm. Isn't that when you change it? Reasonable. You know, Isn't that when you change yeah, the diaper? they can wear the same clothes over and over again. It doesn't matter. Well, the diaper holds
1: 25 pounds.
0: It's just dragging three feet behind them. Yeah. yeah, so they have the same clothes on for two weeks.
1: Hey, nice clothes, gentlemen. I didn't know the Salvation Army was having a sale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. No, I, I, it's a funny line. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah. No, so anyway, honestly, if you don't nurture yeah. the relationship, it, it's not going. It, it's going to die. It's going to dwindle away, and it will be done. But you have to have room to have fun yeah and, and then
1: that's when everybody comes together everyone does something as a family well
0: see but that's the whole thing it's, it's balance it's balancing okay there's family time, there's kid time, and there's there's partner time. Yep. And the partner time is always the one that gets ignored. And what's that's the one? Thing- always the one that gets put to the back burner because people feel like that's not as important right. as these other things. And what's
1: the one thing that a lot of folks do? They do date night one night a week. Absolutely. They go out. They just commiserate yep. or they they kind of
0: decompress from everything going on. Talk about what's on their mind and or or do something. Do something that's together. And and and, and my wife will agree with this. You know, we started golf last summer. She started before me, and then I wanted to get on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. so I followed her, uh, so she can have the credit. <laughs> but this is something we do—that's that, our thing. It's just the two of us together. Mm-hmm. Now we may do it with friends from time to time, sure. But her and I, at least weekly, we're we're, we're golfing together. Oh, when you're going out with your friends, you're showing off your skills. That's what you're doing. Well, I don't have many skills yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It's not quite, not quite ready. Sure? It's not quite ready yet. Alright, fair enough. <gasps> oh great Odin's Raven. But yeah, you're absolutely right you But have... but it's our activity together. That's our time and we know this time is there and that's something that we both look forward to and that's something we enjoy together. Awesome. Yeah, and she doesn't have to yell at me, you know. No. You've had your limit today. You drink water. <laughs> She would not. She would never do that.
1: But but all the way to the very back of back to what we were talking yep. about. Parents v. children, or spouse v. children. Yep. Right. You got to put your priorities straight. Absolutely. You got to lay it out and understand that you have to lead by example. Teach the child. Show the mm-hmm. child, not teach, but show the yep. child. Show them by it.
0: example. Yeah. Teach them how to do it. So I'm going to leave you with this. This is your order, and I and you can argue with me. I don't care. I'm. <laughs> i'm a therapist with 30 years experience so, I, I, yeah. so I'm, I'm just i'm pulling rank you know what you're not wrong your priority your partner your kids your friends they have to be in that order what about my cell phone four <laughs> cell phones four <laughs> Actually, cell phone could be in front of your, what your about, friends what about my video games that could be as long as okay sl- top two we'll do top two <laughs> there you go partner kids after that, take any order you want. There it is. <laughs> Those two have to be there. If they're not, you're wrong. I, I just have to say. It sorry, that way. I was playing devil's advocate. Over no, no, I get table. it. <laughs> I know what you're saying because that that is a problem. Yeah. The cell phone and video games are number one for a lot of partners. Uh-huh. I've seen it over and over again, and in generally, sorry, dudes, it's mostly men. Mostly men spend ten hours a day playing video games Why and ignore their wife. Yep, I know. I've seen it. All right, folks. Spouse number one, spouse partner number one, kids number two. That is it. That's the theme of the whole thing. Love it. All right, folks. Thanks for joining in. Join us next time. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.